Get Equipped. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to episode 37 of the Get Equipped podcast, the only podcast on the internet with a boss order. 37 in a row? 37 in a row-ish. Yeah, we hit 37-ish episodes. Technically more with bonus nonsense and all that good stuff, but hey, we're, we're, we're trucking right along. Um... I'm Cody. As always, I'm joined by Cass. How's it going, Cass? I'm doing pretty well. I've been enjoying a nice mango chini and also some Cabernet. I'm mixing uh, red wine and baby wine. <laughs> nice. Uh, and of course, also with us is Sophie. How's it going, Sophie? Hi. I uh, I just woke up from a nap like uh, like 30 minutes ago, so I'm kind of sleepy. Also, this, uh, the mango chini, the, 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 the baby wine is fine. <laughs> so, uh, well, we have the, the perfect sleepy, uh, sleepy discussion to go on tonight. We're actually going to be reviewing um, the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie. Uh, you know, Sonic, of course, known for going very slow. You know, perfect for sleepy time, Sophie. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so but yeah we're going to talk about sonic 2 that is the the hot movie that everyone has been talking about so we're uh going to attempt to please the algorithm and talk about it as well um and so we all had a chance to sit down and watch this movie and we all saw the first one as well right yeah, yeah. okay because that was uh, sonic 1 was the last movie that i saw in theaters like for like two years it was the last movie that we saw in theaters, period. LMAO. <laughs> I get it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, we, we all, yeah, I, I thought it was a good enough movie. Uh, looking back at it, it, like, it's kind of funny because it's basically like a generic, like, animated animal movie. And which it's really funny because this is not the first time that James Marsden has been involved in one of those. Oh, he does several of those. I know it's it's kind of funny. Uh, did James you... Marsden is like the Prince Charming style character, and was literally a Prince Charming character in a, a Disney movie. That's great. Um, and I think what is uh, what also gets me is like apparently that role was originally written for Chris Evans. Um, what? Yeah, wow. Yeah, there's concept art of the bar fight with Chris Evans and the ugly Sonic the Hedgehog oh. <laughs> floating around out there. Chris Evans isn't dorky enough. No, he's not. I, I think James Marsden is is good for good for that role. Yeah. Also, I, I would like to point out real quick, like it's super funny that in this movie they treat him like such a weenie, even though like you can see the outline of his muscles under every skin tight shirt he wears. <laughs> My wife actually commented about that. Um, she's just she looked at me she goes why is he self-conscious around these guys and then she, <laughs> and, and then she saw the dude doing push-ups like standing on his on his hands and she goes oh that's why uh, <laughs> so oh goodness so crossfit uh, fit versus super athlete right um so real quick uh no spoilers just yet um we'll just kind of go around the room uh, what's general thoughts on the movie uh, I love Knuckles. <laughs> I mean, I do too. I think Ildris Elba did a great job. Um, it, w- w- was that all that you loved? Um, so I think it was, just like the first one, a perfectly fine kids movie, and that's all it really needed to be. Um, I wasn't expecting, like, I don't know, an Alfred Hitchcock movie or something. <laughs> well, no. 
Um, <laughs> please don't ever go into a Sonic the Hedgehog movie expecting Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah, that's for the uh, the Sonic 06 movie. Oh, please. Oh, please. We'll, we'll have discussions about <laughs> what, what might be coming up next. And, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Sophie, what did you think about the movie? I think it was a really fine movie. Um, it's, it's a kid's movie. It does everything a kid movie does pretty well. It was, uh, it, it kept my attention pretty well. And, um, like the introduction of Knuckles was pretty cool. I, we'll, we'll get into that, obviously, but like Knuckles getting introduced was super cool. Um, yeah, like I, I'm honestly surprised that for once that there was a not bad video game movie. And we got it twice. Yeah, we got it twice. Yeah. Because um, usually video game movies are either like so bad they're good or they're just absolute garbage. And this is neither one of those. It's yeah. It's usually a good attempt. Yeah, yeah. You either get, um, typically you either get Welcome to Raccoon City or you get Super yeah. Mario Brothers. Um, and there is one that is clearly much more entertaining than the other one. Yeah, and I've got to say, like, for this movie, like, well done in only having, like, one or two scenes where I decided to use it as a Twitter break. That's fair. <laughs> I think I'm i sure, like, you can probably pick out the ones, like, right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I mean, for me, like, I, I, I'm kind of of the mind that uh, the, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie series, much like the game series, really starts with Sonic 2. Oh, um yeah. I don't think it's really that much of a stretch to say this is probably the best video game to movie adaptation that has ever come out. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I I walked away actually feeling really positive about the movie. Um, I, I, I enjoyed a lot of the performances. I really uh, I think Ben Schwartz has come into his own really well as Sonic. Uh, of course, uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy coming back as Tails is super awesome. You know, love to see that uh, Tails voice, voice actress uh, actually getting the respect that she deserves and it gets to be a part of this movie is great. Um, yeah. I thought Idris Elba, th this take on Knuckles was a lot of fun. Um, kind of reminded me of a combination of like Starfire from Teen Titans and Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Jim Carrey... Yeah. Uh, you know, coming back as an even crazier Robotnik, and I, I love the, uh, I love the dynamic between him and his boyfriend. I think that's, <laughs> I, I unironically, I love Agent Stone. Yeah, like I, I think, do... I think Agent Stone literally loves Eggman, whereas I don't know if uh, Eggman is capable of love. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Um, I, I, mean, I think it's... he looks at Stone more like a pet. But Stone is Stone is very much in love with Eggman. Like this yeah. character just unabashedly adores Doctor Robotnik to the to where he's like putting like the the little coffee art of like with him and Eggman together, like with little hearts coming out the top. Yeah, when, when you're drawing like uh, the person that you admire the most into random strangers' coffee, you you might actually be romantically in love with him. <laughs> But no, I, I, I actually really love Agent Stone, and I was really glad to see Stone back. I thought he was, uh, was utilized really well in this movie. 
Um, also, like, I, I love the name of his coffee shop. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah. it. <laughs> so, um, and I mean, I, I also, I don't like, I don't know. I went in, he, I went into this, this movie thinking, I'm like, okay, it's, it's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I'm not going to nitpick it to death. Um, I'm just going to enjoy the ride and have a good time. And that is, that is exactly what I had. I had a good time. Is it the best movie ever? No. What did I need it to be? No. But it's it, at the end of the day, what I really like about this movie is it's more of a Sonic movie than like a cartoon that just happens to have Sonic in it. So uh, anyway, so we'll go ahead and start kind of breaking down the movie. This is your spoiler warning. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, then, you know, let us know. We'll get you we'll get you hooked up. Um but you can come back after you've watched the movie and, uh, you know, or if you don't care about spoilers and just want to hear us talk about Sonic for probably an hour, uh, then hang around. So the opening of this movie opens up with Robotnik up on the Mushroom Planet, you know, clearly inspired by Mushroom Hill Zone. And he's <laughs> I love these little contraptions that he's built with like to make mushroom coffee, which sounds like the most disgusting thing on the planet. Yeah, yeah he, he's got like this uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure like a, a device to do it. Oh, I I love it, and I love the little Sonic that he has that rolls away oh, rolls away from the boulder. Oh uh, yeah, I thought that was a really good gag. But you know, he's he spent six months here, and he's built this device to send out like a distress distress call to uh to just whoever will answer it, and. Uh, when he sends out the distress beacon, like a ring opens up and these like bird creatures. I don't know. I, is this like a deep cut into Sonic lore or what? What's go? What are these things? Do you have any I idea? I thought they were just like space pirates or something, but I'm not sure. Yeah, just literally space pirates from Metro Chozo warriors. That's what they look like. They look like Chozo. <laughs> I don't even think they look birdly enough. I, I think they were just wearing like. Or to me, like, because of the uh, <laughs> way that we watched it, like, it kind of looked like they were just wearing costumes that looked that way. Yeah, I, maybe. Um, I like so I've seen the movie twice and they, they, they look that that's what I couldn't place my finger on what they look like. But I'm like, oh, yeah, the, they reminded me of Chozo's now. And I can't I can't unsee that. I just see like the final boss of Metroid Dread. And that's all I see now. Um, still need to beat it. <clears throat> yeah. But of course, uh Robotnik ends up taking care of these uh, these intruders with booby traps, and before he can make his escape through the ring, you have the introduction of Knuckles. Um, <laughs> what gets me about Knuckles in this movie is I feel like his size like changes depending on what shot that he's in. Oh yeah, like he seemed huge coming out of that ring at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he looked Sonic Boom sized. Which that that's that is also a fun interpretation of Knuckles. Oh yeah. So it's a good chance to like really get into Idris Elba as Knuckles. Um, Y'all said that this was your like your favorite character in the movie. Uh, is is that that true? Is that holding up? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I uh, my favorite character is Tails. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. My favorite is definitely Knuckles, though. Uh, I love like the the personality traits that they gave him that he doesn't particularly have in the game, but like they make sense like in the context. They really oh, yeah. do. 
dishonorable. <laughs> I love his speech patterns, like, at the end, where they're just like, I have defeated you at the base of ball. <laughs> just, he's just a lot of fun to watch. He's, he's warrior, warrior himbo. And, All like, right. yeah, I, I love it. So, uh, actually, I'll get into this later. Okay. I'll get into this later. All right. Uh, so, cut back to Earth, and you've got Sonic running around doing all sorts of nonsense in Seattle, um, which uh, he's stopping a bank robbery, you know, the most memorable of Sonic villains. And uh, this scene was okay. It did have a, a couple of neat nods to, like, Sonic Adventure 1, um, like when he threw the, uh, the bomb down under, into the sewers and, like, the water started coming up from the manholes. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, I want to see, I want to see that in live action. I want to see chaos in live action, and now I'm never gonna get it because they they've already done the shot. Yeah, but uh, it's, uh, also this is where I would like to mention that the music choices in this movie are a little, uh, well, they're the kind of music choices you would definitely expect out of a kids movie. Yeah, yeah that got access to licensed music. Yeah, that's that's probably my biggest issue with the movie is that they don't really use sonic music a lot of it's the the, the pop stuff and it's you know whatever's popular these days like my kids were were jumping around and having a great time during the the, the russian dance off which we'll get into that later <laughs> um but i know that i laughed out loud when i heard this is how we do it <laughs> and also when i heard tricky <laughs> Um, yeah, my, my, my kids, my kids had a great time with that. Uh, but I, it's, they, I think that's a huge weakness of it. Like, why aren't you playing something like it doesn't matter? Like in the background <laughs> while he's going through Seattle, like it's just like little stuff like yeah, that. Just give us the all crush 40 do soundtrack. It. Do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. If the next movie doesn't have crush 40 in the soundtrack, I'm throwing a tomato at the screen. Yeah, if I don't hear either Live and Learn or Open Your Heart, I'm going to be upset. It's got to be Live and Learn, right? It's It's got to be. Like, I don't care if I'm watching a pirated version on my own television. If I don't hear Live and Learn in the next Sonic movie, I'm throwing a tomato at the screen. Um, uh, but, okay, we'll get Live and Learn, but it's going to be covered by, like, Blink-182 or something. Oh, no! I don't need a monkey's paw with... Ugh. <laughs> Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, Sonic basically has been sneaking out, going through and doing this whole superhero stuff. And he goes back home and uh, uh, Tom, you know, played by James Marsden, gives him a, a good old pep talk. And um, one thing that I did appreciate is that, like, Sonic wasn't just, like, immediately, like, dismissive of everything Tom had to say. Because, like... Yeah. Usually these characters are like really rebellious against the the parental types and um as, as a parent like when they're not super rebellious that makes my job a little bit easier <laughs> because like my kids they love to watch all these Disney Disney shows on like Disney Plus and it's always about like rebellious yeah rebellious kids which yeah everyone every kid's going to rebel that's fine but like when they just get like rude and disrespectful, I'm like, I ah, was so to, to, oh, to see. Sonic... You're basically you're basically saying the reason why my mom wouldn't allow me and my sister to watch The Simpsons. Yeah, 
I mean, they're they're, they're going to watch it anyway. But <laughs> that Bart is a bad influence. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's. I'm like I told my wife, I'm like, look, there's no reason in locking them out of it. They're going to find a way to watch it, but. <laughs> It's just, it's just it's just something I wanted to point out. It was nice to see. So, um, so Sonic sends uh, sends uh, James Marsden and his wife, T- uh, the Maddie, she's played by Tika uh, Tika Sumner, um, off to Hawaii to go to her sister's wedding. And I mean, he does what any other kid would do, left at home with no supervision. He puts sunglasses on the dog and has a rave. Uh, oh, well, I would also like to point out that he sends them to Hawaii via teleportation. Yeah, via via a warp ring, which, you know, which I thought that was funny, you know, like the, the owl long claw from the first movie was like, protect these with your life. And, and I think they get used up every time that, like, they're used, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. So they have a finite number of these and uh, might not even have any after the end of this movie, but. Uh, so that's that's kind of funny, um, but yeah, as, as as during the whole partying sequence, uh, Tails arrives, which was the post credit scene from the last movie, and is like, I gotta go warn Sonic before it's too late. And uh, at the end of this, we get the reunion of Eggman and Sonic, as well as the first first of three confrontations between Sonic and Knuckles. Um, I really like this scene. <laughs> I thought this whole sequence was a lot of fun, especially when Tails hit, uh, <laughs> it's Knuckles with the police car. Yeah. I don't know why, just the visual of Tails just running over Knuckles with a car is just really funny to me. Tails says a cab. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, you get a lot of funny slapstick from Jim Carrey as he tries to gnaw at the, uh, the windshield. <laughs> It's funny stuff. So, I, like every time I saw Jim Carrey, I just could not get the image of the Grinch out of my mind. Really? Yeah. Like and like his voice in some situations like goes into his like Grinch accent, I guess, or the affect that he puts on for the Grinch. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see that. Like, I felt like the way that they did the bald the bald cap and his uh and his mustache. Like, I don't know, it helped him kind of disappear into the role a little bit for me. Like, the, when he moved and when he ta- when he spoke, yeah, I could really tell it was Jim Carrey. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's, sometimes I've kind of forgot it was Jim Carrey. I definitely didn't, but I can see that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like the first movie where it's just Jim Carrey with a mustache. Yeah. Like, he's a lot more cartoony in this movie. Which is, which is fine. Um, so, you know, as they make their escape, uh, <laughs> they, they end up going to, where do they end up going next? Oh yeah, they end up going to the garage. Sonic has this map and like, this was like a really contrived, like very convenient time, but they, it's, you know, they start, they start talking about the master emerald, but Knuckles is here to find the master emerald and Sonic's like, oh, that's just a bedtime story. So Sonic knew about it, but. You you would have thought Longclaw would have mentioned, hey, uh, there's this emerald we really need to make sure is okay. <laughs> Eventually. Especially considering later on, like, it's pretty clear that she did want him to protect it. Yeah. Which, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, because 
in the first movie she's like oh well if if you feel threatened in this one in this world uh throw this ring and go to the mushroom planet you'll be safe there yeah and i'm like but you know you wanted him to stay on earth to protect the mess i don't get it um and uh, I can't remember if this is where we got it or not, but there was like a really cool uh, animation where they explain the origins of the Master Emerald and they start talking about the Chaos Emeralds. And uh, it was like a, just a really cool looking 2D animation where they uh, talked about the history of the Echidnas who created the Master and the Chaos Emeralds and the Owl Tribe, which, you know, were which like, I guess, adopted Sonic. Um, I really like that animation. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Uh, probably didn't look quite as impressive the way y'all watched it. Um, but when it comes out in HD, I recommend watching it again. It's 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 really cool. Um, but yeah, so you out of the map in, in this weird guy's garage, I can't remember what his name is. We get like a weird hologram of, of long claws like, oh, hey, go here to get the com compass for the Master Emerald. And we're like... Okay, it was really convenient, but it it, it is what it that is. That was a nice Metroid map download. It really was. Um, I don't know what triggered it. It caused the hologram, and uh, but yeah, sure. So they end up going. Sonic and Tails end up going to uh, Siberia. In the meantime, this is probably one of my favorite references uh, amongst a lot of references. Uh, you get Agent Stone uh, daydreaming about Eggman, and then Eggman texts him, says, "Hey, yeah." Uh, uh, you know, pre prepare my latte. And Agent Stone uh, closes the coffee shop, which is called the Mean Bean Coffee Company. And I love it. I laughed out loud. <laughs> oh, yeah. I uh, appreciate that a lot. There's a lot of little references in this movie that I really appreciated, and I, I liked a whole lot. This was one of those... Um, the Air Bubble was another one I thought was yeah. really, yeah. really cool, which apparently it also, like, it's very faint... But they play the drowning noise too during this. And from this. what gets... I understand, they intentionally put a Sonic Riders reference in there too. Really? Yeah, like uh, the text that you find or you see later in the movie is in Babylonian. Oh. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. That's crazy. They cut deep with these movies, and uh, actually, like I'll tell you why. Uh, so Jeff Fowler, the guy who um, who directed this movie was actually an animator for Shadow the Hedgehog. Ah. Like, so he's actually worked on the, the series before, which, um, that kind of threw me for a loop. All right, <laughs> then I have a, uh, a, a title for the, uh, the sequel to this, but we'll, we'll save that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for later. Um, so, you know, you, you get a lot more good stuff with Knuckles and Eggman, and, uh, Knuckles starts, like, crushing the hands of everybody he shakes hands with. Um, I kind of oh, yeah. love it, and uh, <laughs> I think the biggest uh, the biggest laughs out of my theater were when he was reading the texts from uh, from from Sonic going to Tom, and just the uh, the, yeah. the, the dot, dot, dot. <laughs> dot 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 dot, <laughs> and they just kind of look at him, and he's just. <laughs> My God, that was that was Knuckles is really genuinely funny, and I'm, I I I hope that they can because Knuckles is getting his own TV show, uh, like oh yeah, Knuckles is getting his own TV show next year, and then uh, I think Sonic Three is coming out in 2024. I, I love that he is like 100 percent like 
completely sincere about everything he says. He he really is. Himbo. Very, very much. You know, and I, I love like well Eggman's trying to kill the little holographic Sonic where he just breaks the computer. Yeah. <laughs> there, Tiny Hedgehog is vanquished. <laughs> oh god, he's he's just he's a lot of fun. I can't I can't wait to see this show. I think it's gonna be great. So uh, this is this is uh, let me guess this this the scene in Siberia where Sonic and Tails end up having a dance off with a bunch of Russians. Was that a Twitter break for you? That one actually was not really. Yeah, like uh, whenever I realized that it was a uh, going to be a dance off instead of like a bare knuckle brawl, <laughs> like uh, for some reason it caught my attention because hmm. seeing a. Uh, Russians do wacky stuff instead of awful stuff is pretty fun. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. It felt like a. It still felt like to me a little derivative of the of the bar scene from the first movie. And I guess the, 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 each Sonic movie will probably just have one of these scenes. Oh yeah, it's going to be stuff that's mandated by like some boardroom somewhere. That's like this is a kids movie. You have to have something in there that's uh, goofy and silly for no real apparent reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, again, I, my my kids got the biggest laughs out of this, and I mean, I thought yeah. they were they were kind of creative with the choreography between Sonic and Tails, where Tails like starts cloning himself, like with holograms, oh, yeah. and it was cool because that gets brought back in later. Yeah, so it's not like it didn't serve a purpose. I mean, I I just love the dance moves that those Russians had. Like, that uh, pretty great. I appreciate good choreography. Yeah, I I'll agree with that, and I could I can't believe that they had the Russian like sticking the map down his pants. Yeah. You want it? Come get it. Shoves it on his pants. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess, you know, I, I shouldn't be surprised when, like, one of the funniest lines in, in the first movie was, actually, I was breastfed. And Jim Carrey, looking <laughs> dead serious at James Marsden, just goes, nice. <laughs> yeah. Ten, <laughs> 10 out of 10, give this man an Oscar. Um <laughs> So yeah, after you know they th th this was kind of a cute scene though at the end, like when they're uh, Sonic and Tails end up deciding to crash there for the night, and like Sonic they're like, all cuddled up. Yeah, they're all cuddled up. Sonic puts a blanket over Tails, and Tails covers up Sonic with the, with his tails. I was like, oh, that's that's cute. Oh, I also love that Tails is like a legitimate Sonic fanboy before he even meets him. Yeah, and I I kind of like that, and you know, so Tails backstory when they kind of get into it is really not all that different than what it is in the games where you know where he's from he gets bullied because he's got two tails and yeah. but yeah he's just like so giddy to meet sonic and yeah he's just a, a huge sonic fanboy of all things it reminds me of the cartoon uh show adventures of sonic at the hedgehog the one that's not good uh, <laughs> it's better than sonic underground for sure oh and by the way like I honestly think that a couple of those hairstyles that Sonic was trying on earlier in the movie were somewhat references to Sonic Underground. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. The way that this movie crams in references, I'm like, I mean, hell, this is the second movie in a row that Sonic has showed up. Yeah. So, they're, they're, they're no strangers to referencing everything Sonic-related that they can. Um... But yeah, so they 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 get up and they go to the go to the temple and they find the compass, which you know has the little uh, the little diamonds rep representing the, uh, the the chaos emeralds, which is cool. Um, so real quick, I did want to talk about like 
How did you all feel about the new origin for the Chaos Emeralds, where they're literally inside the Master Emerald? I like that. It's pretty cool. It makes them less of Dragon Balls, so I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it made a lot of sense in the context of the movie, too, and like really the context of the universe, because... I mean, if the Master Emerald is designed to control the Chaos Emeralds and like kind of act as like a, a harness, you know, like one to kind of control them all. Yeah, it would make sense that they're inside the the Master Emerald. You know, I, I thought that was a, that was a really, really good backstory that they added to it. It's really cool. Um, so after they get the compass to go, you know, go find the Master Emerald, of course, they're ambushed by Dr. Eggman, Knuckles and the Badniks. Um, Another thing that I really liked about this movie is how the Badniks now, like, resemble a lot of the Badniks from the games, like the bees, for example. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not, by next movie, like, they might end up with a paint job that makes them look even more like that. Yeah, they, they probably could. I mean, I'm fine with if they keep looking like this. I'm totally cool with that. Um, Give me Scratch and Grounder. Oh, my God. <laughs> Or what's what's the name of the two from like Sonic Colors? Cubot and uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember, but I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah. How about Coconuts the monkey? Oh no! Oh god, not Coconuts. Um, that would that they, they can't uh, they can't have the perfect voice actor for him anymore. So that's that's sad. Yeah, it's um, true. Uh, or um. I don't know, some of the cooler, like, robots from, like, Sonic Adventure, like Leon the Chameleon. Ah, oh, that would be, that would be cool. What about uh, if they brought in, like, uh, uh, like the Egg Robos, or in, like, yeah, that'd be cool. the, the hard-boiled heavies? Yeah, I like both of those. Uh, yeah, just skip Metal Sonic altogether and give us Silver Sonic. You know, I was, I was wondering, yeah, it's, that, that's, okay, so... Just to kind of loop back to Metal Sonic real quick. So in the beginning of the movie, uh, Eggman has the, one of Sonic's quills, right? Yeah. That quill never shows up for the rest of the movie. And I was one. I'm like, OK, I, in the future, like what he's got to do is he's got to use that quill to make Metal Sonic, right? I think so. Yeah. Like, I, that's, you know, it's that it, I don't know. That's that's the only thing I like. I thought it was weird that it disappeared, and I was like, okay, they, they gotta build Metal Sonic out of it. I mean, this movie, like, I don't, I'll actually mention this later, because, like, if we're going in the sequence of events... Yeah, you, can, you can go ahead and mention it now. Uh, this movie, like, towards the end gets real Sonic heroes. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah, no, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, um, like, the finale of this movie I thought was fantastic. Yeah, like, uh, the last, like, 20 minutes, like, keep your attention pretty well. Well, okay, maybe the last 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I really like the, the finale with this movie. Um, like, a a every bit of the movie that involves the wedding is, like, prime, like, oh, I, I need to take out the trash or uh, <laughs> time to check Twitter. <laughs> yes, I, I, I heard about the wedding sequence, like before I saw the movie, and once I saw, like, they started going towards the wedding sequence, that is when I went to the bathroom. Yeah, and, like, when it's I... It's time to refill your, uh, your snacks. <laughs> now, I, I'll talk about this here in a little bit later, but I will say, the wedding scene had one of my favorite gags in the whole movie. And uh, you, you all probably know which one I'm talking about, but... Uh, anyway, so... 
Sonic Sonic breaks up one of the one of the bad nicks and starts using its parts to snowboard down the mountain. Um, Which is really cool. It was really cool. Um, it was it was a nice nod to like like Ice Cap, I think, like from Sonic Adventure and Sonic Three and Knuckles. Oh, I um, love that stage. Yeah, like and again, having Ice Cap Zone play during the sequence would have been really good, but. Again, they were really determined to not have any Sonic music in here outside a ringtone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love how happy that made you. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, yeah, it's too bad we didn't have City Escape. Uh, next time. Next time. Next time. We're going to go to the theater. It's just going to be all like a YouTube video of all Sonic Adventure 2, 2 cutscenes in chronological order. <laughs> so you know as as they get towards the bottom of the mountain like uh sonic and knuckles have kind of another little scuffle and where they start talking a little bit about you know how about knuckles backstory where uh knuckles dad actually went out to go capture Longclaw uh towards the beginning you know at the beginning of the the last movie and ended up never coming back so sonic and knuckles you know they end up bonding over that uh, saying, you know, hey, we both lost everything that day. Um, and then uh, Tails tases him, completely ruining <laughs> the moment. Um, so Sonic tries to throw the throw the, uh, the the compass over to, you know, uh, Knuckles is understandably mad, thinking that Sonic tricked him. And so Sonic goes to throw the, the compass over to Tails, and Eggman intercepts and catches it, and uh, ends up knocking Tails out, and Sonic immediately goes to... Um, Goes to Tails' side to take care of him, and uh, Knuckles actually knows, saying, "Oh, he went. He went to go help the fox instead of uh, instead of going after the compass." So, like, I kind of like that a lot about Knuckles. You can see like the the, the cogs turning in his head. He's still kind of dumb, yeah, <laughs> but like he he's you know he he recognizes a good deed when he sees one. He recognizes honor. Yeah, and honor is a huge part of his, of his character in this too. Yeah. Honor, dishonor. Yeah, he's, yeah. It's it's. it's I kind of love it, and it makes a lot of sense with his with his origins. Um, so as they're as they're snowboarding down the mountain, Sonic ends up using his iPhone, uh, sponsored by Apple, to call to call Tom in Hawaii to have him open up a ring portal so that they can go to uh, so that they can just get out of there and not get not get crushed by the snow. So now Eggman Knuckles, they have the compass, they're off to go find the, the hidden temple, and now after Sonic arrives, he is immediately thrown into a cage. And um you find out that the entire wedding is a farce. And that everybody there is an agent of gun. So and they all have guns. This is my favorite gag in the whole movie. Where they're going through, they're like, oh, you're an agent of gun, you're an agent too. And she looks at the priest and she's like, are you an agent? And he opens up his Bible and there's a gun in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, the redeeming moment of that scene. Yeah, well, there's a couple of funny things in this scene. Like when 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 the guy who wa who walks up like and they literally call him, they're like, oh, it's the Olive Garden guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. And he starts explaining, you know, how Gun was, you know, put together to, you know, to capture Sonic because he's an extraterrestrial and all that. Um, yeah, I I didn't see this part of the movie. I was like, okay, ah. time to go to the bathroom. 
I like that they throw him in like him and tails like in like dog cages. Yeah. Oh no. Um. Yeah. It's 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 weird. I mean, it's it, once Gun showed up, I'm like, okay, I know where they're going with this. Yeah. I think anybody who knows Sonic lore knows where they're going with this at this point. Yeah. Um. You don't bring in an an organization like Gun and not do anything with it. So. But anyway, uh, so I guess uh, Maddie and her sister Rachel, we'll just, they went and saved Sonic and Tails, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, the scene mercifully being only 30 seconds long. <laughs> I'm joking, it actually takes more around like eight minutes to get through that <laughs> entire like, scene. It's like, a ten minute, it's like a ten minute sequence, and it's like, Why? <laughs> Yeah, I had heard from somebody before that this movie had some pacing issues, and, like, that scene, I think, is the entire reason why. That's the theater-wide Twitter check. Like, yeah. That's, that, that's, like, the eight minutes of the movie that it's okay to take out your phone and check Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and, in fact... Or, uh, finish your Wordle of the day. Right, yeah, someone will actually beat you up if you don't take your phone out during that section of the movie. <laughs> Only time in cinema history that that's okay. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, so Eggman and Knuckles go to go to an island, and they they put the compass into the ground, and it basically Moseses the the ocean apart, and you get like the hidden palace, which is really cool. It's a nice little callback to the games. Yeah, I honestly thought it was going to turn out to be Angel Island, but Hidden Palace is a, is great. That's a, yeah, that's a good callback. I would have preferred if it was like Hidden Palace on Angel Island. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, like, you know, it comes up out of there and, like, there's hidden panelists on a floating island. Oh, it would have been good. But, alas, um, that's hard to be mad. Uh, I mean, you know, usually, you know, in the games, you know, the Master Emerald sits on a shrine. It's all very sacred and everything. In the game, in the movies, it's in a cooler um, that, that, <laughs> that they almost forget. Um, <laughs> it's a very important MacGuffin. Um, so... You know, Tails is still knocked out, so Sonic decides to go on his own to uh, to the island to go or to the hidden palace to go stop Eggman and Knuckles. And I, this was an interesting—I don't know—I thought it was an interesting scene. I know a lot of people didn't care for it when he's uh, running across the ocean. Um, I thought that was super cool. Yeah, like it's a lot of cool visuals where he's just struggling. You know, and they made it a point earlier in the movie too uh, to to note that hey, Sonic can't swim. Yeah. Like they 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 note that very early in the movie that Sonic cannot swim, which is good because Sonic should never be able to swim. Um, yeah, so like he's he's really he's conquering his fear. He's like, okay, I can do this. We're gonna be fine. And then he yeah, run runs across the ocean and eventually gets washed up to the palace, um, which is or uh, to the entrance of the palace. So you got a fun sequence with Robotnik and Knuckles going through the temple. And avoiding all the uh, all all the traps and everything, um, and I think this is about the time too with like back in Green Hills, Montana, that uh, Agent Stone is captured by uh, the, the the doofus cop. Yeah, but by not Chris Pratt. Is he supposed to be Chris Pratt? He wasn't Chris Pratt in the first one. No, I, I just think he looks kind of like Chris Pratt if uh, Chris Pratt was skipping like all of his uh, workout duties. Oh, fair. Um. One of the cool things, though, is, like, Agent Stone is picking out, like, a new wardrobe for Eggman. And, like, on there for a brief second is the uh, the classic Robotnik costume. Yes! It's so good. 
like I I I like like the one that he ends up picking out is is super funny. It's like a metal Eggman. It's crazy. I honestly really wish that uh, when uh, Eggman shows up later, he, he would have said something like "snooping as usual." I see. <laughs> oh God, that would have been so good. Um, so yeah, Eggman robot, Eggman and Knuckles end up getting through the hidden palace and they, they get to the shrine of the master emerald and you get a lot of like, here's, here was another cool thing that I really liked is after Sonic, you know, zooms through, uh, the entirety of the temple, like you see him going down the water slides of like labyrinth zone from, from Sonic one. That's another really cool reference. Like I love this stuff. I, I honestly cannot get enough of it. Yeah. So this was also one of the one of my favorite scenes in the movie. So I actually thought this movie had some really solid action scenes. Um, and I think Knuckles versus Sonic in the in the Emerald Room was one of the best. Pretty great beatdown. From both sides, too. Yeah. Um, like there was a really cool Sonic X reference with like the flurry punches that Knuckles was giving Sonic. Uh, Sonic uses the like either the bounce or the homing attack on him. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of really good choreography at work there. I I really liked it. Um, of course, Eggman steals the Master Emerald, and this is this is something I thought was really cool. This is the first time we've ever seen Eggman himself use the power of the Emerald. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so this is like Super Eggman. Um. So Eggman teleport using the power of the Emerald teleports away. Uh, Knuckles has realized that he has been duped and uh, gets trapped under some debris uh, that's you know in, in the in the flooding room. Sonic stands uh, up and goes down there to, and goes and helps him. But, you know, in the process of the of this, like sucking in an air bubble to give himself more air. Um, I would have really liked the sound effect in there, but I guess not. Um, and end, uh, ends up saving Knuckles, and in return, Knuckles ends up saving him. And like this whole sequence, what did y'all think about it? I thought it was pretty great. Like, um, I, I like the callback to Sonic uh, <laughs> drowning. Um, from what I understand, you can sort of faintly hear uh, the drowning theme in there mm -hmm. somewhere. Um, wasn't loud enough to really focus on. But uh, yeah, you know, like as soon as that happened, like I was certain that Knuckles was going to save him anyway. Yeah, I mean, this, the movie is not like, it's predictable. I mean... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a kid's movie. Yeah, it's, well, it, A, it's a kid's movie, and B, like, it's, it's just an adaptation of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Yeah. Like, it, it's a, it takes Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and they com it combines them into one narrative. You know, it, obviously excluding some stuff like the Death Egg, but overall, that's what this is. So, like... Anybody who is familiar with the story of Sonic, like, they kind of know what's up. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Soph? What did you think? Sorry, I had, a, like, a blank in thought. <laughs> about the, uh, like, Knuckles saving Sonic, like, drowning scene. Honestly, I can't, like, remember that right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. We'll, we'll move on. Um... So yeah, after you know, after saving Sonic, they end up getting saved uh, up from the beach with uh, Tails, who has stolen uh, a biplane from, I guess, the uh, the wedding or something. I, I believe that's vaguely. <laughs> oh explained. yeah, the one that was making like yeah, the, uh... making the making the rounds. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, 
Eggman shows back up in Green Hills and saves, you know, saves Agent Stone. And I liked it, like, the way that they distorted his voice is really cool. Yeah. I, I like that they were sort of going for a Dr. Manhattan thing at first, and then, like, it just reveals that he's just as goofy as he always was. Yeah, it, he, he really is. Um, he's just the mask. Yeah, kinda. Somebody stop him. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um... But yeah, so Gunn ends up showing up like, wow, they got there quick from Hawaii to Montana. Um, and what, what got me was they're like, oh, you know, if you, you were a big man, you'd come out and face us or something. And he's like, oh, you want to see how big of a man I could be? And ends up like <laughs> basically magnetoing the like all, all the tanks, trains, every car in the vicinity and everything. <laughs> And creates the Death Egg robot from the end of Sonic 2, like the game, and it looks really cool. <laughs> it's yeah. really cool. And this entire scene, like, this whole finale is really, really good. And was this was definitely the high point of the movie for me. Oh, for sure. Um, how do y'all feel about the design of the Death Egg robot in live action? I loved it. It works pretty well. Um, I like that uh, it just came with like this set of controls that neither Eggman or Stone knew about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And well, like when they talk about the manual and he pulls up just like a Sega Genesis manual. <laughs> yeah. I, I really liked it. And I, I really like how they like utilized like everything on, on the robot uh, during the action sequences, and I love how cart it's still just as cartoony as as Eggman is, which is great. Oh yeah, I love the strut that that robot has. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I, I love the strut. Like, yeah, it's got basically got like a Simon Belmont strut. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which is great. Uh, I really like when he's uh, fight like when they first start fighting Knuckles, and he like just puts his two fingers on the ground and starts running across the street. Yeah. <laughs> it, and to Knuckles' credit, he manages to defeat two fingers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this whole sequence is great. And, you know, you mentioned Sonic Heroes uh, earlier to kind of describe the scene. And that's that's really what a lot of it is, because, you know, Sonic, Tails and Knuckles end up coming together and they're like, OK, we're going to do this. We've got this. And they start working together and they actually start using some of the attacks from Sonic Heroes, too. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. So like uh, Knuckles was the the power member of the group and Tails was the flyer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, well like no, yeah, they they were actually using moves that they use in Sonic Heroes is great. Um yeah. like uh, having uh Knuckles jump up and like throw Sonic as like a cannonball. Um fastball special. Yeah, it's so good. Um and as they're, you know, running throughout everything, like Tails is, you know, still attacking the or Tails uh, before all this, also like swoops in on the biplane, the tornado, and like gets gets crushed by Eggman's mustache. Yeah, <laughs> or the, the robot's mustache. I thought that was really funny. It's not the first time that Tails gets brutally hurt in the movie either. Yeah, it's really not. Yo, real Hello, quick, Goku. real quick. So, so Olive Garden guy. I feel like in another life that would have been cast by Leslie Nielsen. Yes, he is exactly Leslie Nielsen. Like. Or he would have been Fred Willard. <laughs> oh, God. If the, this movie had been made 20 years ago, that would have been Leslie Nielsen. For sure. Oh, she brought us M&Ms. Oh, nice. Also, I, do, I want to point out, uh, 
that uh, Jim Carrey does does acknowledge that uh, uh, Stone and Eggman are a couple. Good. It's, it's just a very abusive couple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So back in three, two, one. Um, so yeah, this this whole action sequence is honestly really really good. Um, you know, this I, I think they've they've really found their uh, their Avengers type team, and I think honestly a lot of the humor works better here than in Avengers. Uh, I think it's really funny that they use the Avengers camera angle at yeah. one point. Yeah, I I think that's funny too. But I I don't know. It's just I like seeing these characters in live action the way that they're portrayed. Yeah, like I I I really like these designs. Like I just like I want I want to pet tails. I, like <laughs> n- like Knuckles, he just looks cool. And like they're not ver- they're not different from the games like at all the- nowadays. No. Af- after the entire studio got bullied into changing the design. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the action sequence where they you know they're they're approaching like. Where they start talking about the weak points, and Knuckles is just like, "Ah, oh, the groin—that is the weak point." And Sonic's just like, "Dude, no!" But then he realizes he's like, "Wait, I'm Eggman's weak point. I'm the groin." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, this is one thing that I, I think like Ben Schwartz has really come into his own uh, as far as Sonic goes, because like, just the taunting that he does to Eggman is just—it's so Sonic-like. And I mean, yeah, ben, it's very Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like Ben Schwartz is like, yes, he's an on-screen actor, but he's also a very accomplished voice actor as well. Yeah, he's Dewey Duck. Yeah, he's Dewey Duck, and he was great in DuckTales. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's it's really good stuff. And uh, I, I really like the scene where, uh, where Tails eventually does infiltrate the robot. And again, pulls back from earlier in the movie and just starts making holographic clones of himself. And like Eggman's whole thing is ego, right? And you could tell that like his ego was hurt because he's like, "Oh, you you can't outsmart me." (laughs) Yeah. And uh, well, it reminds me of like uh, Sonic Adventure 2's like uh, stories with Tails and Eggman's being like basically the same, like with mm -hmm. the way that they both work. It's a good story. They're both competing geniuses. Yeah, it's 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 a good story. And then, like, as you whip around and you see Knuckles there, and he's like, "I too am a hologram." <laughs> I love that. That may be the first time Knuckles has ever lied. <laughs> yeah, right. I actually thought it would have been really funny if, like, Eggman hits him and then he vanishes, and you find out, yes, he really was a hologram. That Eggman turned around and, like, then gets sucker punched in the gut. <laughs> Yeah, but alas, you know, it, it turns out Knuckles, no, he is not a hologram, but actually does <laughs> punch Eggman really hard in the gut. Jim Carrey sold that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, Knuckles is powerful enough to knock out a god. <laughs> yeah, to knock out a god and literally knock the god out of him. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know if that's like a I mean, this is not the first time that's happened too. I mean, that's Knuckles first appearance in Sonic 3. Yeah. He uppercuts Supersonic and knocks the Chaos Emeralds out of him. True. <laughs> so, you know, this, this is not out of uh, out of left field. Um, so the Master Emerald falls out of the robot. You know, Eggman gets it powered back, uh, powered back up with backup power. Uh, Sonic grabs the Master Emerald, which is now severely cracked. Um, and uh, Maddie and Tom come in. They save him. 
And as you know, he's like, okay, how do I use this thing? And the emerald shatters and you see the chaos emeralds fall out. Um, I, I can't believe that we live in an age where there's live action chaos emeralds. Right. In a movie that's number one in the world. But where's Obama? <laughs> Next movie. Chaos. <laughs> oh my God. What, what if they actually talked Obama into doing a Sonic movie? Well, his typical speaking fee is somewhere in the millions range, so like they they could probably pay him like thirty million dollars to get him to show up. I just I need a scene with Obama where he, where he's like in the Oval Office, and then he turns around and he's got like that photo of Sonic and Shadow on his desk. <laughs> yeah, All right. I need that speaking to happen. Of, speaking of memes, I am glad that they didn't acknowledge Ugandan Knuckles. But they are cowards for not doing so. <laughs> I think that meme can be a little touchy. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think it was probably a wise decision not to not to acknowledge that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it. I, I could have ha- I could have seen them like at the end of the movie having Knuckles say like, oh, this is the way. And. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would have been a that I think that's about as far as it would have gone. But that, that's what I meant. Yeah. All, all you had to do is say the, the line. At least one adult in every theater screening would have pogged and then it would have been over. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> please don't. Let's please never use the word pog as a verb again. <laughs> oh, I, I just meant to make that face. Yeah, I, I know. Stop me, Cody. All right, meme queen. Um, <laughs> so you know, Cody it, is the pod champ of this podcast. Oh, I guess I'm the, little the pod p- champ. Oh no. <laughs> okay, I'm dad of the podcast. You're both grounded. Go to your rooms. <laughs> but uh, we're both moms. <laughs> oh jeez. So anyway, chaos emerald time, and. Sonic using the Chaos Emeralds in the scene and transforming into Super Sonic. Like, my kids, like, they had actually, we've been watching Sonic X. And uh, they right. just learned what Super Sonic was. So my, my oldest daughter's like, Daddy, 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 it's Super Sonic. Ah, it's Super Sonic. <laughs> that first appears in Sonic X, like, during the Chaos storyline, right? No, during, um, at the end of the first season. Ah, um okay. Like, it's a completely original story, which is really not that different from what the movies are about. Uh, Like, Sonic falls into the ocean and, like, Eggman or Rouge drops all the Chaos Emeralds into the ocean after him. And uh, Sonic comes out of the ocean to Super Sonic and just demolishes Eggman. Dang it, Ada. Right? Rouge is just Ada. Yeah. What a bat. Um... (laughs) But this is probably the closest we're ever going to get to a live-action Super Saiyan. And this was done really well, I thought. Yeah, he looked great. Well, he And the red eyes and everything. Oh, man. Like, what I loved was when Eggman tries to, like, hit him with the right hook, and he just catches catches the the fist and doesn't budge. That's a total Goku thing. Oh, that was so cool. I'm just like, oh, that was that was great. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, and he just he just demolishes this robot. And, you know, they end it with a Sonic 06 reference. When he yeah, yeah when he when he lightly taps the Death Egg robot with his foot. 
and sends uh, Eggman tumbling to his quote unquote doom. That was a Sonic 06 reference because that's the oh, one. I've, yeah, it's in the it, yeah right. I've never played Sonic 06, so yeah, Sonic 06 is uh, is something, and we should make you play the play that on stream. I am aware of memes and the cutscenes. It's got some bopping music though. His world is pretty good. Oh, I love his world. Yeah, that was in um, Smash. Yeah, his world was in Smash. Um, like you should go listen to the original too. It's a it's a good time. But yeah, that that game is a oh, 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 oh boy. Um, Modders are fixing it. That's what I've heard. That that is that is what I've heard. So uh, anyway, I just found out that I'm off tomorrow. Hooray! Ooh, ooh. Um, Hooray! Good Friday. <laughs> yay! Good Friday indeed. I, and I actually don't have any kids tonight either. Nice. So yeah. Drink some more chalky milk. <laughs> oh god. Um. So the whole supersonic sequence is is really really good. And I, I like how at the end of it, like Knuckles is like, "Oh, you can't touch him. He's not the Sonic you once knew." And Sonic just uses his godly powers to summon a chili dog from the sky. Yep. It's amazing. And then pelts knuckles with and one. pelts knuckles with one. So I what do you all right, what do you two think happened here? Do you think after he powered down, do you think the Chaos Emeralds scattered like the Dragon Balls? Because I don't think they're in the Master Emerald anymore. Yeah, I think they scattered like the Dragon Balls. Yeah. That's 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 what I'm thinking. You know, Knuckles magically presses the emerald back together. Um using his uh Superman strength. Yeah. It would not surprise me if he was that strong. Um, and, you know, so now that they, they make a pack, they're like, okay, we're going to fist bump on it. We're going to protect the Master Emerald. And then there's a really funny scene with them playing baseball. I have heard some people say that they don't like the baseball scene. I say that they are wrong. I mean, like, it, it's fine. Like, it, it's just like the end of the movie, like having fun moment, like. This wasn't like a, I don't know, a Twilight baseball scene. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't playing supermassive black hole during this. Yeah. Yeah, this, it was just a fun time. You, it's, it's cool. I really like seeing Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails together. I really yeah. like that. And I, this, them being all together at the end of the movie, having a good time, going to get ice cream, and Knuckles talking about how much he loves grapes, um, was great like i loved it and uh well just I, it's, I loved it you know it's it's it was a fun scene knuckles was really funny in it he he defeated sonic in the base of ball um and just it it, it was a good time so now i guess <sighs> overall thoughts of the movie now you can include spoilers yeah so like, again, I think it's a perfectly good uh, kids movie with, like, a pretty great action movie ending, especially, like, I, I think if you're actually a Sonic fan and you don't mind the fact that this has got like, stuff that all kids movies have to have in it, you're going to like this movie. Because, mm -hmm. um, like, even the parts that are pretty awful can at least be skipped for a few minutes. <laughs> Um, and by pretty awful, I mean the wedding scene. <laughs> <laughs> it had its, uh, it had its moments for me, 
But yeah. Yeah. And if if you're too like irony cringe poisoned, maybe you won't like the dance scene either. Um it, like, or, it, it, it's another one of those that had its moments. Yeah, yeah, like turn off the part of your brain that cringes uh, permanently if you can because uh, <laughs> that is killing you. Um, <laughs> Go see a doctor. Yeah, like for real, it will like that's called depression. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Wow, this went dark. Uh, but yeah, like I, I think it's pretty fun. Like I, I wouldn't consider this to be like the best movie I've seen in years or anything, but like for like a Sonic movie and considering the context of video game movies in general, it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, it really was. Um, it didn't have to be a meme to be fun. I think there was a lot of love and care put into it. I yeah. think like I, I watched this movie and I'm just like, you know what? They, there are some people on this writing staff that just love the shit out of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, and that's that's how you get a good product. I mean, yeah, is it the best movie I've ever seen? No, it's it's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but it is it, it is at this point unashamed to be a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It's got the lore, it's got the cast of characters, it's got references all over the place, uh, and they don't like with it like. Uh... Let's say the the more recent Resident Evil movie did, <laughs> where like it's clear that they had a love for some of this stuff, but like probably just the imagery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, what about you? What did you think overall? Like, and you you now now feeling you feel free to include spoilers. Uh, that wedding scene. <laughs> oh, um, the wedding scene. I don't feel like. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, Cash showed me something. Uh -oh. I don't feel like the wedding scene warranted its like own Existence. segment. As when um Gun shows up, like the the little bit before it, it worked pretty well because that that fits well into like the context of what's been going on. Like they're off doing their own thing, and then Sonic has his own thing. But when Gun shows up, it's like, all right. This kind of feels like a different movie. Yeah, yeah, it really does. <laughs> um, it almost feels like it's it becomes lowbrow at that point, and, oh, well, and that's stupid to say for a kids movie. But it's like, I mean, I mean, you're right. They made a joke about one of the women getting her nether regions waxed. Yeah, in a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah, <laughs> it just felt unwarranted. Yeah, it's, it was weird. That was this movie's version of the breastfeeding thing. But, I don't know, at least the breastfeeding thing, like, that caught me so off guard. Like, it was, a, I laughed really hard at it, but it was a really awkward laugh, if that yeah. makes any sense. And uh, um, I don't think that joke landed nearly as well as that one did. No. <laughs> I really liked how they, um, they tease you with Shadow. Uh, we're we're, we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. Oh, my bad. Let me rewind. Be kind, rewind. <laughs> um, really, that's... Really, that's all I have as far as, like, a spoiler complaint. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like overall, I, I I did really like the movie. Um, I thought it, the people who who made this movie really love Sonic the Hedgehog. And oh, uh, oh go ahead. I, I love all the memes that they acknowledge, like Sanic. That's whenever, the se- uh, second time. Yeah. yeah, I like that Sonic once again flossed. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I don't. Did Sonic floss? Oh, wait, was it was it? Eggman no, it was time? Eggman. And like they, okay. they made like a joke about like how weird it was because Knuckles is just like I do not understand anything that you were doing right now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Like Eggman flossed. So like he is the second character in these movies to have flossed. Uh, I'm calling the Bio Lizard. Next movie will floss. <laughs> or Chaos, or Metal Sonic, or uh, Vector's gonna. If Vector is ever a thing in this TV show, Vector's gonna Yikes. floss. I I hope it becomes a chaotic like TV show. That's what I'm hoping. I hope it's like a we need I hope we need I, Vector to be voiced by Jack Black. Oh my god! And SBO <laughs> could just continue to be voiced by Matt Mercer. <laughs> like I I hope it's I hope it's yeah I I hope it's a chaotic show and I hope it's just a clone of Scooby Doo. Yeah, they, they gotta find the legendary computer room. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, over, overall, I, I, I liked it a lot. It's It had its low points, had some pacing issues, but I feel like it was made with a lot of love. Really think it really would have benefited from using a lot of the Sonic soundtrack just reorchestrated. Um, don't know why they didn't. I feel like a lot of scenes, the writers wrote this for like, okay, yeah, we're gonna stick Ice Cap in here, and they didn't. Um, but it, it's yeah, that, that that was a big flaw for me. Uh, but I loved the 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 new lore that they introduced, like the the owl stuff. Like even though it's it's originally for the movie, it feels like it almost feels like it's always been there, right? Yeah. Like yeah. It, it 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 works really well, and I I like that a lot. Um, even though even it's a little contrived at points to kind of get the get it to where it it needed to go, but um. The inclusion of Supersonic it was really well done, and I I really loved this cast. I love I loved Idris Elba's Knuckles. I thought he was a lot of fun. He was really funny. Um, I loved his his stick on honor and dishonor, um, and you can tell deep down he's 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 a good guy. And I I it, I, I love that Sonic has his bros now. And Idris Elba said that he wasn't going to make Knuckles sexy. Adrian he lied. Estimates my head. He lied. Yeah, um, impossible. Yeah, that's that's the impossible. It's uh, one impossible for Idris Elba to not be sexy, and two impossible for Knuckles to not be sexy. Exactly. Someone gets it. Um. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, let's talk about uh, the the post credit scene and just what we what we're feeling for the future of this this franchise. Um. So the post credit scene, you know, they're cleaning up where where the where the the, the Death Egg robot crashed. And uh, they're talking about how they can't find Robotnik. And you see uh, Agent Stone kind of hiding out in the background. And they're talking about, hey, we, while we were going through uh, the, these, these computer databases, we were wiping Eggman off of, off of the, uh, the databases. We found a, a, a secret from 50 years ago. When they said 50 years ago, I'm like, oh, here we go. And uh, yeah. they start talking about uh, Project Shadow, and you see a capsule coming out of the ground in, a, in some secret lab, and Shadow the Hedgehog is inside, and he wakes up, his eyes glow, and it cuts to black. Yeah. 
Oh, Lord. Are we going to get the firing squad on Gerald Robotnik? Yes. In the next movie? Are we going to see Maria get shot? Yeah! Let's go! Please have this movie. Give me a scene where Shadow the Hedgehog cocks an Uzi. Give me, like, the subtitle, All Hail Shadow. <laughs> I just want, like, Shadow the Hedgehog own movie. Where's that damn fourth <laughs> Chaos Emerald? See, I think they're going to do it, though. I think they're going to make a Shadow movie. I think they should also make him curse in the movie. Like, you know, <laughs> like, little curses, like, uh, you know, like, damn and hell. Like, but, like... I mean, and have everybody else comment on like how uh, like he shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, so the damn and hell were used in this movie, so that wouldn't yeah. be that wouldn't be that far oh. out of the. Please let him say, "Where's that damn fourth chaos emerald?" Please. It would be funny. It'd be funny if they like teased him about it. <laughs> Especially if like one of their like cartoony animal characters was doing it, like. Because <laughs> it's mostly the human characters that curse. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think any of the animal characters have sworn. No. No. They're too pure and good. So, all right, how, how, what do y'all feel like the Sonic 3 is going to be like? Um, because they've, they kind of combined Sonic 2 and 3 and Knuckles into one movie. Do you think we're going to get Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 combined into one movie? Yeah, I think like instead of Biolizard, it's probably going to be Chaos. I think that's the best way to go about it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, who cares about the Bio-Lizard? I don't care about the Bio-Lizard. The Bio-Lizard's not a character like Chaos is. No, yeah. I, I, I think it'll be a little bit tricky to kind of incorporate Chaos's lore in with Sonic Adventure 2 and, like, with Project Shadow and the Ultimate Life Form and everything. Really what they could do with it is, like, just have Chaos be, like, something that uh, Gerald Robotnik had... Uh, captured in the past and it's still being imprisoned somewhere yeah maybe that's what he like you like use chaos's dna to make shadow yeah um but yeah like i think the imagery of like having like space colony arc like with chaos infused on the end of it instead of the bio lizard like crashing into earth i think that would be really cool yeah then have it crash into the ocean and come out as perfect chaos Ooh, <laughs> that's a good idea and instead yeah. of, like, having Shadow, like, fade into space as he quote-unquote dies, he, like, fades into the ocean. Yeah. Uh, either way, the, the last line of the movie needs to be Sayonara, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. And then the, uh, the stinger for that movie will be, uh, like, somebody, like, appearing in a field all of a sudden, like, with a, uh, a blue light, and it's silver. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> And then he'll say, it's no use. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, please. Um, I don't know. I think like, and here's another thing that I, I, I wanted to know your opinion on. So Jim Carrey's talking about like retiring from acting and Jeff Fowler, the, the director of the, the Sonic movies has said that they are, they, if he were to ends up retiring, they are not going to recast Eggman. Agree or disagree? Uh, well, I guess that means that Eggman Nega is taking over. <laughs> <laughs> no, we get Robotnik from the adventures, uh, uh, from, uh, from Sat AM. Yes. <laughs> Snooping as usual, I see. <laughs> oh my god. Scratch! Grounder! <laughs> you could, um, 
It's just Mike Pollock. Yeah. Just have Mike Pollock do it. Like I, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh my god, Patton Oswalt would make oh, a great. Oh no. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing about about the retirement recasting. I think Eggman is more important to Sonic than Jim Carrey is to Eggman. Yeah, probably. And I don't know how they'll sell it. Uh, I, okay, all you've got to do. Is you, you've got to find someone who's got who doesn't have to he doesn't really have to the, Eggman has just been degrading like a little bit he sounds different in this movie than he did in the first movie and yeah. all you have to do is have him wear his goggles the entire movie yeah I um, mean it's it, it really hide his face and have have a new person play Eggman that uh, or make this movie come out in six years instead of two years so that all the kids that watch the first one will have moved on by that point. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, 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 think it's, it's, I think it's a successful movie just because it was made with a lot of love. And, I mean, I, I do think Jim Carrey will end up coming back for the third one. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they would have announced the third one so quickly with very blatantly obvious plans with what they're going to do with it. Without yeah. making sure Jim Carrey was signed on before they did anything with this, yeah, like if they if Jim Carrey wasn't involved, you could easily make it so that like uh, Metal Sonic wakes up somewhere and takes over Eggman's work as like a new doctor of sorts. What if, what if Stone becomes Eggman Nega? Ooh. <laughs> what if he See, like I thought as like split I thought person. for sure that he was going to get roboticized or something. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> Oh god, I'm st I'm down for more Agent Stone. Agent Stone is probably my favorite original character from these movies. Stone should have become Omega. Oh no. <laughs> oh jeez. Um yeah, it's 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 clear where they're going to go with this. I do I hope Eggman stays in the movies. I really really do because it's it's not Sonic without Eggman. I'm sorry. How do we introduce Amy though? I don't know. Um, I've, I've heard some people saying like, oh, well, you, you need to have Rouge be, you know, an agent of gun and have maybe like having Amy work under her or something. I think it'd be really cool if Rouge has always been working for them, just like as a deep undercover agent. And like she is just like permanently like the age that she is for some reason. Yeah, that could work. We have no idea how old Knuckles is, for example. Um, uh, Knuckles is about probably about the same age as Sonic, because it, during the flashback when Knuckles' dad was going to go fight Longclaw, he was. Oh, a, that's right yeah, before that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like you know right at the beginning of the first movie, and Sonic was little, Knuckles was little. They're about the same age. Time is going to be a little wibbly wobbly then, because Idris Elba sounds so much more mature than Ben Schwartz does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, time could very well work differently on uh, on whatever planet that knuckles is on which yeah because he stayed there well so apparently like uh, it, it explains this in the prequel comic that they just came out with uh that those uh those like bird people actually yeah. like captured knuckles and used him like in an arena like thor ragnarok style uh but wow. he but he eventually like gained their respect and he was just at that point part of the squad okay <laughs> but i guess they're i guess they're dead now though yeah we're just gonna call them the babylon rogues now Yes. Who are dead. The Chozo. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that about wraps it on, on Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Any, any final thoughts before we call it a night? Uh, 
had enough chili dogs. It did have a lot of chili dogs. I had plenty of chili dogs. Raining from the sky. Yeah. But all right. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this uh, just little review of uh, of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I, th- I think you'd really enjoy it if you if you're especially if you're a Sonic fan. There's a lot to enjoy here. And uh, I mean, my kids loved it. I'm sure your kids will love it, too. Um, but yeah, you can find us on all of, you know, your your really actually you can only find us on Twitter and Discord. Uh, link to Discord will be in the show notes below and Twitter. You can find us at Get Equip Show um, and also over on Twitch, which we I, I, I stream every now and then over there. But thank you all so much for listening. Uh, wash your hands, wear a mask if you go out, get vaccinated if you can and stay safe. Thank you all so much. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.